0: All right, let's go. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stauffer joining you along with Brendan Escott, Kellen Kennedy. It is the Wednesday edition of Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, World of Spas. Coming up, first 15 minutes, audio recap of the Oilers' disappointing uh, 7-4 loss, just a brutal third period. And they drop in the process to 1-4-1 and by virtue of a 7-4 uh, loss in the St. Paul, Minnesota last night. We'll get to some comments today from Jay Woodcroft. Went into a fair bit of explanation on the Oilers' new defense. And then we're going to hear from you at about 5.20 on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Sunday brunch at the River Cree brings a taste of Italy. Sunday from 11 to 4. Find favorites like tiramisu, French toast, eggs, benedictine, and more. Book your table. Rivercree Resort.com. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors. Text line 7804960063. Get the new floors you always wanted. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue. Or head to AshleyFineFloors.com. Uh, we're available on Twitter at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally. Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan is at Brendan with two E's. Scott with two T's. Elliot Friedman. For our friends at Abe's Door Service, John Shannon, Legacy Heating and Cooling, in the second hour of the show, our top story for Legacy Heating and Cooling, Stephen, Bobby, and the gang. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, to get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy uh, heating and cooling. The orders are off to a crappy start. There is no way to sugarcoat it. It's 1-4-1. Many of you have already started to text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line with real concern. How do they get to 1-4-1? Let's go at this time into the orders now Audio vault for direct workwear. They've got their women's only workwear store now open. It's located four doors north of the direct workwear location on Gateway Boulevard. Find out more at womensworkwear.ca. Camoon on the call last night in St. Paul.
1: Oilers in Minnesota. Good evening, Cam Moon, along with Bob Stauffer. Back to the point. Bouchard scores! Evan Bouchard from the right point. Hammers one through traffic and in, and it's 1-0 Edmonton. Holding on to it was Middleton, right wing. Hartman scores. Hartman let it go from the right wing. There is a redirect in front. And this game is tied at 1. Kane's going to get the gloves off. Kane along with Brandon Duhame and Kane trying to throw a right over the top. Duham, trying to hold him out. Kane throws a couple of rights over the top and Duhaim down to the ice. Evander Kane came in there. A Couple of solid rights on Brandon Duhame. Into the slot of Fogle across to Bouchard. He'll oh, shoot it. Partially blocked. Here's Fogle. Scores. Warren Fogel. Finds a loose puck in the slot. Makes it 2-1 for the Oilers. Comes back to the point. Addison to Middleton. hit shot saved by Campbell. Rebound scores. Jammed in at the side. Just off to the side. Picking up the rebound. Hartman was there.
2: Working out hard. Um, we dictated play for the most of it. You know, I think we just got to be stronger in front of our net and keep being aggressive.
1: focal steals through the middle. Brings the puck in. shoots, Scores! What a shot!
0: three-two lead. The start of the season has been the best patch for the Edmonton Oilers. Warren Fogle, he's in a top-six role, and that time he just shot right through the stick of Jacob Middleton and rifled one home, second of the game, third of the season. In comes Kaprizov. He'll get it across. Oh,
1: what a stop by Campbell. Rebound in front of the net and it's played wide. Kaprizov gets it low in front. Scores. Hartman in front of the net. Bouchard pushed it in behind the net. Comes free. Shoot. Scores. Loose puck in front of the net. Caprizov fired it through the middle to Zuccarello. And he gives the Wild a 4-3 lead. The orders are hemmed in. Maroon to Erickson. Eck in front of the net. Scores. He pulled it to the front. He goes high on the stick side of Campbell. To Nugent Hopkins. Across to Drysidle. To Bouchard. One cover. Score! bouchard let it go it was tipped in front of the net i think evander kane got his stick on it the edmonton oilers drop to one four and one on the season a seven four loss to minnesota
0: yep it wasn't pretty five goals against in the third period here's jack campbell evaluating the game
1: super competitive game through
0: 40 minutes i'd say and
1: um guess just disappointed feeling in here um you know we scored enough to win they made some really nice plays and capitalized and of course i'd love to uh make some more more key saves for the guys and um you know get two points but they made some good plays i gotta go back to the tape tonight and and watch it and uh see what adjustments i can make and you know as a unit i know uh we can tighten things up too.
0: Yep, it wasn't good. All right, Brendan, let's bring in at this time. Brendan Escott, of course, uh, helps us on the show, co hosts the show, and uh, helps produce as well. 1-4-1 through the first six games of the season. The Oilers were the second-worst save percentage in the National Hockey League. Uh, We'll get to some of Jay Woodcroft's comments today because they were quite revealing. Uh, From my perspective absolutely no juice whatsoever in, I mean they've, Connor Brown does not have a goal six <laughs> games into the season nor does Dylan Holloway hey man, I'm on the air I'm on the air, I'll call you back thanks bud, see you later um, but uh, oh, you're, you're sitting there how do, how do you hit mute on that thing by the way Can, I'll have to figure out how to do that uh, uh, anyhow, Connor Brown Dylan Hallway has not scored this year. Ryan McLeod has not scored this year. Uh, Derek Ryan, Matthias Yanmark, who was playing in a higher role, they have not scored this year. Adam Ernie, that's six forwards that are playing for the Oilers that do not have a goal. We're six games in all the season, so they have no secondary scoring. They're challenging, uh, they're being challenged immensely defending right now, and their goalies have the second uh, lowest save percentage in the league. Should we be surprised based on those numbers that they're sitting with a 1-4-1 record Brendan? No, what should surprise everybody is the fact that
3: we are having the exact same conversation about this hockey team as we did five months ago the difference is they had five months to work on these things and improve them and, and make those marginal increases what we're supposed to be seeing is Evan Bouchard's defensive play trending in a different direction it's not, I don't care that he's got eight points in six games, he looks absolutely lost in his defensive end still. He's 24 years old now. This is unacceptable. Darnell Nurse, uh, it, it's unacceptable the way that he looks to me in his own end right now. So I don't know if that's a byproduct of the system itself or the players still not understanding the system but an active stick goes a long way and I learned that in Pee Wee so I'm not sure what I watched there
0: last night. Well Evan Bouchard look, I I got all the time in the world for Evan Bouchard. You know that if you listen to the show He's He's got eight points in six games, and he's minus eight. The only guy in the league with the worst plus minus right now is Dmitri Orlov in Carolina. Guess which team has the worst save percentage than Edmonton? Carolina. They're a pretty good team, too, and they're not off to the start they were hoping for. Now, they got Aho back. The Oilers had no Connor McDavid. You can have Adder here, but you're going to want to hear these comments. Uh, Jay Woodcroft availability today at around 12.50. Some of the guys asking questions. Uh, Reed was down there. Uh, Ryan Ritschog from TSN. Uh, Kevin Garius was there. Uh, Mark Spector as well. I think Kevin asked a question on the new defensive scheme. Here's Jay Woodcroft.
3: I think you guys in the media call it a zone. I would say it's been popularized by a team that had the best record in the NHL last year in Boston. Uh, So a lot of similarities there. I think through training camp and through the first five games of the regular season, um, it had uh, performed pretty well. I think through five games, we gave up one defensive zone goal. Uh, Last night, it wasn't good enough. Part of that's on us. Part of that's a credit to the other team that did some unique things, some good things, um, and their top players uh, found a way to break it. But there's certainly some areas where we can be better in uh, in that coverage.
0: All right, so when I was at the University of Alberta, it's a long time ago now, it's 16 years ago, but Rob Dom played a lot of zone, or man within a zone. Part of the issues the Oilers had yesterday is they lost way too many Puck battles. Uh, The or the Minnesota broadcast had Minnesota winning seventy percent of the one-on-one battles through the first two periods. Let's face it, Edmonton was lucky to escape the second period up in that game. Kirill Kaprizov, he could have scored three goals. Twice, Jack Campbell was going the wrong way. One puck hit him in the ass on the way back. Like he got lucky with the save. Like it was. And I'm sitting there doing the intermission on sports, and I'm thinking to myself, if like they can't they can't handle this line right now. And that's part of the problem is Minnesota has a big, heavy, tough team further down the lineup, and, I, and the Oilers do not have those type of players. I mean, there was one guy that brought physical intensity all game last night, and that was Kane. Say what you want. And I know there's a lot of Evander Kane haters out there, and he has not had a good start to the season, but he's tried to fight and hit his way out of it. He took the fight the other night against Brendan Dillon, and to his credit, he did not stick up for Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl in last. Like that's an automatic. You would damn well better be jumping in there if they're sitting there hitting one of your star players. Like it was Derek Ryan, and on good teams, it doesn't matter if it's a fourth line or first line guy. And he hammered Brock Faber, their stud young defenseman, three separate times in that game, and he got rewarded with a deflection goal. Wasn't great on the power play, but. Right now, the story is defense. Woodcroft added these additional thoughts and the lack of early success with the new defense.
3: It is a different system. It's a system that was uh, embraced um, by everybody in our organization as an area we wanted to go go to. I think, as I said, through five games of the regular season, uh, we gave up one goal in that coverage uh, in the defensive zone. Uh, Yesterday, we gave up a few. Um, certainly we can be better. Um, but for me, uh, it, when anytime you're working through a new way of doing things, there's growing pains. Uh, but like I said, through five games, we gave up one goal.
0: That was uh, Jay's comment today. Um, Croft added he's confident the players will succeed in the zone defense over time.
3: I would say that we look at every inch of our game on a daily basis. I think, as I said, through five games, I, th- I thought, you know, our, our play was better than what our record shows. I thought there were individual errors within, uh, within games that led to losses. Um, you know, for example, I think in game number five against Winnipeg, we gave up three goals. One was a shorthanded goal. One was a three-on-three overtime goal. One was a goal with one second left on a penalty kill. that had nothing to do. We gave up three five-on-five chances against in that game. Last game, we gave up some D-zone coverage goals. And I think it gets magnified by the fact that our record is what our record is right now. Now, anytime you go to something new and you're working through something, there's growing pains. Can we be better? Yeah, we can. And we don't make any excuses for it.
0: 519 in Edmonton. We are going to open up the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. 780-496-0063. Has it gone from, hey, it's just early in the season, first couple of games, to I'm now concerned? about what's happening. You can also text us on the Ashley Pine Floors text line, seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Again, that's our phone number. Bob, uh, this text comes in from Mark in St. Albert. He says, okay, the sky is now officially falling in. This team is almost identical to last year's team from a personnel standpoint. The fundamental difference is the zone defensive coverage. It is crystal clear this team is struggling with this new system. They need to immediately give up on this and return to man v. man before it's too late. Why try to put in a new new defensive system in place when they lost the last two years in to the eventual Stanley Cup champions? Instead, at the trade deadline, try to get another top defenseman. Woodcroft was delusional in today's press conference, uh, says Mark in St. Albert, about only one goal being scored so far because of the coverage breakdown in the defensive zone coverage before last night's game. So. Stop The Experiment. That one comes to us from Mark in St. Albert. We open up the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline. When we return, it's 520 in Edmonton. You're listening to Oilers now. 780 4960063 and then we'll open up the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline. Uh, this text comes to us from Kjam. He says, Bob, I believe that the Oilers should give Broberg more minutes than Evan Bouchard for now. Broberg should be paired with Eckholm, Bouchard with Kulak uh, with his usual power play time. What do you think, that one comes to us uh, from KJ. Well, I mean, the play in front of the net last night. It's uh, I'm as big a believer as there is in Evan Bouchard. He's got to play way better defensively. It's, it's that simple. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Coach Al, line one. Hello, Coach Al. How you doing? I'm
2: good. I'm good. Hey, Bob. I listened to listen to you guys and John Schogger's running the show. It was awesome. Back in the like, '80s and '90s. Uh, okay. So, but, yeah. Uh, let's looking at the Oilers there. Um, uh, so they uh, got to playoffs last two years and they both stopped about well, last year was uh, playoff series before the year before, right but so the same team. so this year, what have they done with the goalies? basically the same. What have they done with the defense? Uh, basically the same. now uh, they made a few changes on third fourth line, and it's kind of like not really working. so I propose, you know, they got to make some changes. Maybe, yeah, I don't know, trade Campbell and maybe that French guy down in the minors and see what's out there. And because uh, it looks like the orders are just, like, uh, it's not happening it for them
0: happened, right now out of yeah. the gate. All right. Jack Campbell's got four years. He's got three years after the season left at $5 million. Uh, I don't know how much of an appetite around the league. Like He needs to get his game turnaround him, here to ha- have any value. Uh, Xavier Borgo, Raphael Lavois both had good games last night. Lavois sniped a couple goals. I'm going to infer that you're referring to one of those two players as potential uh, trade assets. I-, I will tell you right now that I could foresee a scenario where Edmonton does move either some draft equity or traded asset. Thank you very much, Coach L, for the call. 780-496-0063. Brian out
2: of Edmonton on line number two. Hello, Brian. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome, Bob. You know, it's Edmonton. We're not too far gone. These guys are just, uh, I don't know, it just looks like they're getting outworked. But um, uh, the Bouchard front, I'm with you. I got patience for him, but... You got to admit, Bob. He's soft. If he uses oh, I don't even know if we're allowed
0: to. I, I don't know if we're allowed to use that word anymore. I would say that uh, he has a lack of urgency at times defensively. And guys, I, my like, you just take a look at the first goal against Marco Rossi. Wins the stick battle in front of the net, deflects the puck home. Evan's got to defend that. It. It's that simple. He's got to make that play there. He didn't. The second goal against. Campbell doesn't really control the shot. He spills the rebound, and then Bouchard and Ekholm do a I-got-it-you-got-it routine. In the, like, like It's not like they scored the great—the the good goals were scored in the third period where they were thrown around, but the first couple were just ugly. There's no question about it that they need more out of uh, Bouchard defensively. Um, they need more out of a lot of guys. They lost way too many puck battles, and so as it, certainly back in the 2000s, we would call those players soft. Right? Now we're all sensitive and everything, and you know what? George Carlin once said it. We're heading, in Western democracies, uh, into a scenario in which we use soft language. Watch, uh, watch certain national networks, not just in this country, in terms of how they term things these days. 527 in Edmonton will take a time out. Randy Kilburn's got a global news weather traffic update. More of your calls, texts, emails, those sort of things when we return on Orders Now. Email? Who does email? This is Orders Now.